Welcome, welcome, welcome to Besties Two Sisters. I'm Aline, and this is Jadrian, and we are happy to have you here. So, what does 20 plus years of friendship entail? Lots of drama. Drama. Lots of laughter. Definitely. Lots of love. For sure. And lots of good times. Girl. Thank you for joining us as you listen to our journey and you hear our opinion on things. We would love to have you like, subscribe, and share. And keep listening. Go ahead and get started, Jay. Oh my gosh, I can hear us. Excuse me. Let's not, let's not act like you don't do the intro. So come on and do that. Come on. <clears throat> hello, 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 hello. It is Besties to Sisters. <laughs> and we have a treat for you guys tonight. We have fine arts performer Maribeth here with us. I'm not even going to butcher the last name. I mean, I think it's the Torres. sexiest. Yeah, you see when you can roll the art. You see what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank when you, you can roll the R, it's a fine thing. I think my tongue is too mm-hmm. heavy oh. with patois. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. And, and my New York slang. Uh, uh. Yes, indeed. So, Mary, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. We want, like, all the juice. Like, all the juice. I don't think you want all the juice. <laughs> That's too much juice. No. Um... Well, um, I moved here about three years ago. Um, I'm like fine arts performer. I like to say that only because it's pretty broad. I sing, I dance, I've acted before. And so I just kind of like doing all of it. Awesome. Um, and I moved out here to do that. And I feel like it's kind of just starting to pick up a little bit. So oh, nice. I'm pretty excited about it. Awesome. So three years ago would be around COVID happening. Honestly, like right, right before. before. Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. right before. So yeah. you got here and then COVID happened. Yeah, like a year and then like some change and then COVID happened. And okay. How did yeah. you feel? Like, did you feel like because you came here to do that, was it like earth shattering or was it like. Honestly, COVID helped me. Awesome. Only because when I first got here, I was just trying to make money. Like, in New Mexico, the prices are not what they are here. Mm-hmm. So it's like completely like quadrupled. So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to make money. And so I was so focused on working mm-hmm. that it con- like consumed my entire life. So honestly, that first year I was just working, working, working. Um, not on my art mm-hmm. at all. And COVID happened and it was kind of a lifesaver because I needed something to just like halt me. Agreed. Uh, you know what I mean? To be like, okay, you need to reset, mm-hmm. straight up reset everything. And um, I started doing like more YouTube videos. Um, I started doing like live streams because mm-hmm. I was missing singing, missing performing. And I was like, I mean, I can't do it anywhere else but my house. Mm-hmm. So like, and people would get on. So it was like really encouraging for me to like restart yeah that's awesome i do think that during covid um even though social media was um relevant pre-covid social media definitely became big and booming during covid oh yeah definitely uh even i just started 
going into different stuff. I started being on my Instagram more, started mm-hmm. being on my Snapchat a little bit more, mm-hmm. and even TikTok, which I fought to the very bitter she end. She did, because I'm, I'm still fighting that. I'm still fighting that. Really? Yes. I'm TikTok. like, you would be, yeah. you would be amazing I'm, on TikTok. And I've done a few. Like, I have one, but I'm never yeah. on it. Yeah. You um, know, like, people just send me TikToks, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go look at it later. Listen, so I'm on TikTok so much oh that God. I think that throughout the day, just random them TikTok songs will like pop in my uh, head uh, or something will happen and I'll like I'll do the, a TikTok soon no, <laughs> and I can't stand that my nephews are like oh that's a TikTok song I'm like no it is not it from this artist yes! it is not from TikTok what? that's because you are in music I get yeah, it yeah so I was like no no that is awesome. Okay, so COVID happens, yeah. and then you perform now. Where do you perform yeah. now? And then so, how long have you been doing that? Oh, God. So I've been performing at Asada's Grill, which is, like, north of Austin. And I've been doing that for, ooh, I want to say maybe, like, four months now. So mm-hmm. not that long. Um, but it's on a weekly basis. and. Nice. Um, it's exhausting, but it's honestly, (laughs) it's brought me a lot of opportunities as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was able to like perform for the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce because of that gig, you know? And so it's just like starting to open up other doors as well. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what all I needed. I was like, I just need somewhere to sing Mm -hmm. for people to hear me and like things will happen. I already knew. Yeah. Yeah. Things will just like come along Mm -hmm. as it needs to be. Yeah. You have an absolutely amazing spirit though. Like from the first time I encountered you, I was like, first of all, she is like beautiful. That's like you. I was all I think I'm gay. like her features mm-hmm. i was like she is beautiful and then your spirit like i, I was just that. so drawn <laughs> no, i'm serious no, no. like i was so <laughs> drawn to your spirit I, and i was even telling my sister i was like yo i was like usually i don't reach out to people like in a work setting i'll be like mm, yeah we'll get together you know yeah no, <laughs> you same. but i really like was so drawn to you yeah. you you absolutely have like such an amazing spirit Uh-oh. so it's a privilege to like be cry. around you girl and i like y'all i like you both like <laughs> i know you were like quiet and i was like no that's the way i am like i'm just in, in like i was listening to y'all's other episodes and you're like no people don't think i'm listening but like i'm so observant i was like yes everything you're saying this bitch and saying to that yeah so i get it i get it and i love it routinely tell me you know oh we can't read you we can't read you that's you're not supposed to read right (laughs) poker face at all costs at all costs meanwhile me i think that what people get with me is they'll get the hey how you doing and then i'll they'll walk away and i'll be like yeah that's not just I'm good on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not even giving you. Yeah. No, yeah, fully, fully. But in, I don't know. For me, I think I'm always about business, though. I think yeah. I'm always like, yo, customer service. Yeah, I'm always about business. Like, yeah. if we're gonna be together, we like I could work with my worst enemy. If we could make money together, we yeah. finna make some money together yeah. and keep it moving. Yeah. Right. So I can give you all the energy you want, and then. When your time is up, your time is up. Yeah. Which is a dangerous thing, though. It can be. It definitely can be. 
But no, I feel that too. Like, I, I mean, I didn't know you. I mm-hmm. just heard of you, like, from my boss or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, like, she seems cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, I will make my opinions when I see this person. Yes. That's how I When am. I interact with you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, people can talk and talk and mm-hmm. talk. But I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm going to make my own decision. Yeah. And, like, the moment I saw both of y'all, I was like, who are these fine bitches? <laughs> <laughs> who are these fine bitches? <laughs> Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the spirit. The energy is radiating. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. So tell us, I really want to talk to you because Mm -hmm. I feel like, and maybe you know it or you don't, I feel like your presence when you enter a room, you ooze like confidence and sexuality and all of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to talk a little bit about um, cause you're Colombian as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part, part of it is the culture of it. But then there's another part of it just, that just comes from being confident and how do you hone into that? And then also being like a plus size as well. Like how yeah. do you own that when you enter a room? Honestly, I always say if you believe it to be true, it is the truth. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like. For a long time, I struggled as a young one, like my my lovely mother, and she knows this now because we've had these adult conversations yeah. that like, you know, a lot of the standards that were held for me was like, you can't be fat, you can be curvy, mm-hmm. but you have to be thin curvy. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> like growing up, I was told to wear a girdle every day, mm-hmm. you know, and like, that shit kind of takes a toll on you yeah, after a long yeah, time. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I like, and it's funny because now that people know me, like, I don't even wear jeans because I don't want to feel constricted. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it came down to. I was so tired of not feeling comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, why do I have to feel this way when people are telling me what I'm supposed to look like or how I'm supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> and like, I think just over time, it really helped to be surrounded by other plus-size women. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I, I started working for Torrid, which is, like, a plus-size uh, store. Yeah. yeah. I can't fit none of their stuff no more. They be doing me dirty. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Honestly, no, I feel that. Like, the jeans be just straight up baggy in the front. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't got the fupa anymore oh. to me. <laughs> I forever got the <laughs> And I love it. Like, it keeps me warm. I know it. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, being surrounded by all of them, they were struggling with the same things that I was struggling with. And it was the first time I was interacting with people that were like-minded. Wow. Yeah. You know? And I was like, wow. Like, and I saw them in such a high level mm-hmm. that I was like, wait a minute. Why am I seeing myself a certain mm-hmm. down here? When my friends are up here. Yeah. And it took time, but it was honestly like the moment you start to believe I can look a certain way or I can be a certain person to myself mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what people have to say, it changes everything. It, it does. It literally changes everything. I think that's amazing though because you don't think, you know, you walk into Torrid. I know when I go in, I just buy my clothes. I probably be in a fitting room forever because. So I've always <laughs> felt like with um, the places like those that 
I've never been able to find the perfect fit. Like mm-hmm. something fits in one space the proper way, but then it's lacking in another space. Yeah. So I'm always in the store for a long mm-hmm. time. And then I look at the people that work there and I'm like, see them jeans look fine on you. Like, why is it not why is it not giving what it's supposed yeah. to give? Yeah. Like because the FUPA was giving money. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is it not giving what it's supposed to give? I used to be like really upset or frustrated leaving the store. And the only thing that I would be able to get is like some good bras and some matching like underwear. Because, you know, even that we've grown as, uh, you know, a plus size industry where before your panties didn't match your bra. Never. You know, now you're like, (laughs) now you're like, oh, I got some sexy back. Like I'm matching. For real. I have it together. They're matching today. Fashion, fashion, fashion. Like, yes. so I don't wear it matching unless I'm going to see some. No, no, oh, same. No, oh, same. 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 Oh, my fupa is this big and this fabric is like this. Like that. Like literally like, like that. Like this. That's it. Like, um, excuse me? So when this I pussy do, is that small. But when I do that, I just don't wear, I don't wear the thong. Oh, well, I just yeah. wear the, like, like dress part, part and yeah. that's it. Like, you finna that's, get. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah, like, like you getting yeah. ready to get what you gonna get. That's true. So, that's true. I mean, you are gonna rip it anyway and be so disrespectful. So, I mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, for real. So, there's this place that I go to to buy my lingerie that's super cheap. It's in the hood, so I gotta drive to the hood Love to go that. get it. It'd be like four ninety nine, five ninety nine. Yes, I'll put you on later. Okay. <laughs> numbers that you gotta put on real easy yes. and stuff. It so then really, you're gonna poke a hole with yes, it? Yes, it really no. is though. It's it, it really is a one wear. Like after that, it ain't Okay, I don't like that. I need shit that's gonna last. No. Why? He gonna break not, it anyway. So yeah, lingerie. no. Okay. I think it's because I also think performer wise. That is true. So oh, yeah. I like to use some of my pieces in like that my makes sense. And so I'm always like, I can't have just one thing that's gonna be like up my ass for one time and then no. I can't sing. Um, <laughs> I can't. I could do a two step. I could, you know, twerk a little bit. Come you know, on. I can't salsa or do anything else like that. Nothing extravagant. So if it is just one time wear, then it's going to be one time wear. Mm-mm. Nowhere else am I going to wear this. I'm just saying. I think I'm so just shady. now starting to get into a place where I'm comfortable in the lingerie. Mm. Oh and yeah. And then. Somehow it doesn't become relevant because yeah, whoever I'm dealing with doesn't doesn't care for it. That's annoying. So <laughs> that's annoying. Yeah, uh-uh. I just it just sits in my drawer and gets all dusty. But I wanted to go back to what you were saying about just kind of um, 
being in the space where there were other women like you mm -hmm. and just kind of feeling comfortable in that space. I think it's so freeing mm -hmm. to be in that space, especially yeah. with, once you, you know, once you start becoming into your own woman, period. Yeah. It's just be intentional about being in spaces where you can be free, where you can be yourself, whatever mm -hmm. that is. It's that sexy, curvy, smart, geeky, whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah. I just think that's really important. And I, that's kind of something I've been, I found too. Um, lately, just in my own journey, and so I just always think it's so. Yeah, it's. I think it's so. It it's so important to have like a unit of women just together. Yeah, mm -hmm. always thinking kind of the same yeah. or just uplifting each other because at the end of the day, society is run by men, mm -hmm. and we've all had these like expectations and these like ridiculous standards, and mm -hmm. for what, girl. That's a whole nother. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can. I'll start That's to preach. Whole, I am a preacher's daughter. Okay, I'm, I will start. Me too. Okay. <laughs> so I'll be ready. But I'm a whole bunch you. of PKs up in mm here. -hmm. Listen, I'm telling you, my thing. You know, I just recently, Jay and I just finished this book this week called Red Lip Theology, mm -hmm. and I don't want to get too much into it because um, we are going to do a separate series on it because the book was dynamic oh and a lot really? to it's a lot to unpack you gotta 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 okay. get it definitely get it because I want to have you back okay. so that way we could cover some of the yes. stuff but one of the things that you know she talks about in the book is um the hierarchy in mm -hmm. that in the african-american church or in the church mm -hmm. itself and the reason why the hierarchy is there is because man created it it wasn't that it was biblically created, but yeah. man created it. And then um, women in general, just overall, um, in the church, you're overlooked or yeah. they're sex symbols or, <laughs> yeah. you know, or I'm good enough to work at children's ministry, but I'm not good enough to preach. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's amazing to see that in 2020, like women are still the underdogs. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. for real, for real. Yeah. And it's crept into a place like the church because of the fact that it's the only place that a man can go without qualifications and still lead. Yep. Um, which is like huge. So you gotta read the book. You gotta Yes, but you have to read it because it is, um, it's one of those books that you read that you're like, this is it. Yeah. This is what I've, I've been trying to articulate, articulate yeah. mm -hmm. but I haven't had the space or I or couldn't adequately put it all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. So mm -hmm. you're going to be like, what girl? You're going to be texting me like, did you hear what she said in this? I'm like, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah we I did. <laughs> we took notes We texted too. all day really? long. Oh I was god. like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Oh my god. I did I'm cry. Like, like oh. I did cry. Like I sat in the parking lot of the H E B and Boohoo cried. Oh, like me. it broke me down. That's it beautiful. like literally was like, yo, this is it. Like this is so freeing. Yeah. Um I think that so I think a lot of things have happened. I think that COVID happening um has just shifted a lot of things where you have a lot of people who were like 
I'm going to go start a business and mm-hmm. found out that they could successfully start a business, yeah. right? Or, you know, I'm going to pay more attention to my kids and they quit their jobs and, you know, dealt with their children and mm-hmm. things like that. So it there was this um, shift that happened that's like, now we have a shortage of workers because people realize that I don't have to really depend on this job to... Especially when you would let me go at the drop of a dime. That part. Thank you. Thank you. That fucking part. My husband told me one day, he was like, you stressing yourself out about this job, you want to die today and they replace you tomorrow. And I was like, yo, facts. Like, big facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I totally agree with that. But I also think that there has been a shift for women Mm -hmm. in general. Um, Women now are not so much finding their voice, but utilizing their voices. Um, Yeah, it's like finally they're at the point where they're like, no, I'm going to say this. And how was this different than what Karen said? Or how was this different than what Tom said? So many men men hate like my tone or the way I talk to them. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But last time I checked, I know what I want and mm-hmm. need, and you're not going to disrespect me or talk to me like yeah. that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, my sister and I have this thing. <laughs> Why are you looking so like that? <laughs> Always telling my what? So, my sister and I have this thing. We mm-hmm. have this person um, in our lives that deal with us in a certain extent, and they refer to us as Sister Soldier. My sister says that it doesn't bother her. And I've corrected the person multiple times. I'm like, don't call me that. Um, And we had a discussion amongst Mm -hmm. ourselves about why we disagree with it. And the person says, you know, I call you Sister Soldier because, you know, she's a strong, powerful black woman. And my thing is, even if there was no sister soldier, black women are still strong and powerful mm-hmm. and they're still black. <laughs> like, right, yeah, I don't need you here. to point that out. Right. That's a quality that we just come with. Yeah. I don't need you to, you know, say point it, it when you're interacting with me or right. anything like that. Like, my name is Aline. Just call me Aline. That's good right. enough. I'm going to come with the strength anyway. Right. And when I walk in the room, you're going to know I'm blacky black. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> so, I'm like, and my sister, for, and then not just that, but when you use that, you know, because I'm well-read as well. And mm-hmm. I've read a lot of Sister Soldier books and I followed a lot of her stuff. She's also known as, um, she's also known as a rebellious person as well. Because mm-hmm. she was, you know, she's very big on the Black Panther movement. Very, she's an mm-hmm. activist, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, so now you want to call me rebellious too. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. <laughs> So I'm like, no, I don't, that's not what I want. Um, but it doesn't bother her so mm-hmm. much. Um, but we're, we're different. So the reason why it doesn't bother me so much, <laughs> let me tell you why it doesn't bother me. Because usually when someone calls me something different than my name, mm-hmm. they do not understand the magnitude of what they're doing. And I know that. Yeah. And I've come to recognize that. He calls me Sister Soldier, but he has no idea. he has absolutely no idea who I am for real for real and how I would exercise that should I have to ever need to yeah right um and then sometimes people are just I'm gotten to a place where I just really want a lot of peace yeah oh my god and so say that one more time yeah like I have to have it at all costs Mm -hmm. even down like if my kids are doing too much listen Go in the room, 
<laughs> Let me get Play myself the together. Game. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. And I have to close my door. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, just a real quick sidetrack. Like, my mother would do that when we were kids. She would mm-hmm. just always be in her room with the door closed. Now, my mother had other stuff going on, but I couldn't understand <laughs> yeah. it. And I said, oh, I would never do that. I have to leave my door open. My kids can always walk in my room. Mm, no. Yeah. I've got to close that shit. <laughs> because I need... <laughs> I need, need my peace. peace. Yeah. So when it comes to things like that, um, and, and and that's not even the only instance that I've dealt with this person in that same manner. It's like, listen, I need my peace. And if in like I'll fall out with my sister mm-hmm. and put that energy into her mm-hmm. because we have a relationship and then we're trying to keep that relationship. Right. Unfortunately, there's some people where it's like, yo, the relationship is not even that important to me. So if you mess around and say something to me and you catch me wrong the right mm-hmm. thing, it's over. That's it's it. No explanation. Like, there's no explanation. Why are we the same? <laughs> the same. Why are we the same? I'm the same way. I'm yeah. like, you don't even have to talk, talk about it. Yeah, like, you good. I'm yeah, so glad. It's like, I want to lie now. I need yeah. <laughs> I fully get it. I think that my space is different, though. I think that mm-hmm. I spent a lot of my years in my childhood not having a voice. Yeah. So it's like, no, you gonna know. Right. <laughs> like yeah. when you see me, I'm gonna correct you every single time. Yeah. Like if you out of order, I'm gonna let you know you out of order every single time. Right. Um, because I spent so much time giving people curtsies and just letting them, you know, step over or walk over or do just the crazy things. Yeah. I think that now I'm like that. And I think that also it's important enough for me to teach it to my daughters. Oh yeah. And it is so it's 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 hysterical. I so my oldest daughter, I was telling Jay today, I was like, that's your child. Like you <laughs> you she is all you. <laughs> so one day it was like a few months ago, mm-hmm. I was um in the kitchen and the girls were in the kitchen helping me and stuff, and I was going off on somebody about something. Um and I said during that conversation, I was like um, you don't, um, I was like, who, me? I was like, I'm not begging no nigga to stay in my life, not even my daddy. And then I turned to my daughter and I was like, and make sure it's the same for you too. But I was really on a rant, right? I was, like, <laughs> I was really mess. on a rant, right? You're a mess. So she's in her first dating relationship oh. now. Yeah. And she was like, she was on the phone and she was talking to the guy. Like they were texting back and forth. Yeah. And something happened. He was like, I'm done. And she was like, okay, fine. Be done. And she was like, mom, she was like, all I can remember is I'm not begging no nigga to stay in my life. That is my daddy. I was like, yeah. yo. I was like, I'm dead. I was like, why are you for the streets though? I'm dead. <laughs> that is amazing. I'd be like, yes, you go and do that. Yeah. That's right. I was like, dang. I was like, I yo, Jay, that. I was like, that is your child. That didn't come from me. But literally, it came from me. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I got to really... I be going hard on these dudes. Like, I really got... Good. Good. <laughs> no, and don't, and don't take your foot up. Okay, so, yeah. so here's the thing. I, again, because I'm coming out of a marriage, right? Mm. And I'm just in this space where I feel... Like, if I don't feel free, it's not going to happen. Like, if I can't be 110% honest with you and you can't be 100% and 10% honest with me, it's not going to happen. I don't care. You could tell me that you was just homeless yesterday, but tell me. Right. 
Just be Let's honest. work on it because if I like you, I don't care. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> like what I've been, been saying all the fucking <laughs> yeah. time. I'm like, straight up. Okay, we're about to get real down to the nitty gritty. Okay, so before we get into the nitty gritty, like like Brian, our friend Brian from Conversations and Situations <laughs> says, let's go ahead and pay some bills and then we'll be right back. Right <laughs> Yo, you ever had to bury a loved one? And during those tough times, you realize that they did not have life insurance. So you have to get everyone together and even get on social media and get a GoFundMe page. Well, I suggest that everyone, particularly the people in my community, go ahead and get you some life insurance. My girl, Tamaria, has Infinite Resource Agency, and she'll get you straight. Infinite Resource Agency can be found on Facebook, or Tamaria can be contacted directly at 470 475-3554. Infinite Resource Agency is a life insurance agency that specializes in term, whole life, fixed annuities, and indexed universal life. Tamaria is licensed in 22 states. Feel free to give her a call. Again, Infinite Resource Agency on Facebook, 470-435-3554 would be like like say if you were at a party and you mm-hmm. were hanging out and you felt like you were high you were drunk you would say yo I'm a frost oh interesting <laughs> oh. and that's I'm how you would know it would be too much I'm a frost <laughs> I'm mad, so let's go ahead and get started again. Nitty gritty. You want to hear this ridiculous story? Yes. Hold on. First of all, we got to, we're live streaming. That's right. We are live streaming. So shout out to Jared for tuning in. We hear that you at work. May it be a speedy shift and, you know, (laughs) the night be easy. (laughs) But thank you for tuning in. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Besties Two Sisters. <laughs> okay, so tell us, tell us, tell us. Okay, Spill the, let me let me get my drink together, and you know. So we're we're talking about being very honest with men, right? Mm-hmm. Very straightforward. I am that to a T. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, this is what I need from you. This is what I want from you. A, B, C, and D. I'm a very simple human being. Mm-hmm. You know, I need us to coexist. I I don't possess you. You don't possess me. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, take that out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say his name. His name is ridiculous. Honestly, I yeah. won't say it afterwards. Yeah. But um, so I I hooked up with him and it was a really great time. And I was like, um, hey, you got you know plans after or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I, I do have a job. He's like a freelance plumber. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Like, you still talking to him though? Cause no, okay. <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> I'll see you another time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, No, I want to come back and see you. And I was like, I mean, all right, I'm just gonna be home. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make dinner. Like, 
because I'm I like yeah. that. If you're coming over, I'm gonna make you food. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, cool. Leaves his boots there, and left his boots there for like four months. Oh, it would have been in the trash. My ass was dumb as hell and kept him around mm. because that was some good vibes. But oh, listen, so you thought he was gonna come back to get the boots? I well, I thought he would at least come back at some point. He said he wanted to come back, so I was like, no one forced you to come back. No one asked you to come back either. You know what I mean? Like, you want to come back? You said you want to come back. You know what I'm saying? I'm not forcing you. But you just brought a, a memory to my mind. <laughs> Mine too, but let's go. So I messed with this dude one time and he, um, we went out, no, we went out, we got some food and then I was like, Hey, you know, I'll cook for you or whatever. He came over, we watched a movie, like I cooked, he ate and then like he fell asleep on my couch. Uh, Like just fell asleep. No ma'am. Like fell asleep. Like I'm not talking about like, Oh, you just doze off nicely and then you realize you doze off like out sleep, like (laughs) snoring, like out, out. Uh Right. Yo, why are we having these Like, his phone kept going off. He ended up getting a phone call. It was, like, some dude on the other end, Mm -hmm. like, telling him something happened. Like, it was an emergency. He jumped up, put on his boots, and left, right? And then I didn't hear from him again. And then, so he left his hat. Like, because he was rushing out, he left his hat. So I didn't hear from him for, like, I mean, because I feel like if I jump up, it's an emergency. I'm going to call you, like, an hour or two later. Or maybe even the next day and be like, yo, sorry I barged out like that. This yada, yada, yada. Right? So, yeah. So, the next day, I threw the hat in the trash. Because I was like, yo, you not come back to no, me. you did not. I did. Day. The next day. <laughs> next day. Don't leave Savage me here. I want you to feel like you come back. She peed so, on her. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, the next day, I threw the hat in the trash, right? Mm-hmm. Why was it like seven months later? Uh, I'm uh, not, girl, I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. Seven months later, oh I'm in my house chilling. And my doorbell rings. And I'm like... He showed the fuck up to your door seven months later? For a motherfucking hat? No, he came back to talk to me. So he was like, yo, I apologize. You went to jail, didn't he? Yeah. That's what happened to (laughs) him. out of jail I guess they give you like this pink the slip yeah he had the paper in his shoelaces in a ziploc bag and came to my door like we wasn't even we were like dating but we weren't like talking talking to the point where I should be your first visit when you get out I was waiting for it I was waiting for it I was like his ass went to jail I know now mind you I'm in a whole other relationship. My dude is in the uh, back, right? Uh, so I'm at the door. I cracked the door a little bit. And he's like trying to explain how he got locked up. You right? cracked the door? Yeah. My nigga. If the you chain. Call, <laughs> <laughs> oh, For real? No, you're, 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 I'm not opening the door. No, so I was like shocked because 
when I was so when it was like that <laughs> at the time I was talking to a boy. Uh-huh. So I was thinking maybe it's somebody coming for him, something like that. Yeah. So I cracked the door, but you know, we lived in Harlem, so I still had the chain on the door, you know. So I cracked the door mm-hmm. and he trying to explain, he's he showing me the shoelaces yeah. and you know the pink slip. And I was so the like the shoelaces was proof that he was it was he had the tail papers in the pink slip in the in the bag and I was like okay I was like I didn't even say any words that's what because that's how shocked I was he was like yo he was like this happened I was like <laughs> and then he was like yo I'm sorry and I was like and then he was like yo I can't and like you want to talk I was like and then he just walked away to the elevator. <laughs> to me don't be happening to me like when like when racist stuff happened like on a job I'd be like why not me because I would own the whole company like why not me why not me Lord he's like because we know how that's gonna end try me I'm like why not me I'd be like she said that to you oh I would have been all up in a yes yes yeah, most definitely. Uh-uh. Yo, that was crazy. So he came back after how long for these boots, girl? Like six months, four to six months. And then you, and then you, he, you was like, oh, come through, cause yeah. the pipe was the pipe. Well, he came back and was like, I just want to explain myself, and I, I've never, I had never experienced this, like. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to know that, like, I was a virgin for a very yeah. long time, mm-hmm. and, like, dating was kind of foreign to mm-hmm. me, so I was just like, I don't even know how to navigate this yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like... Child, even when you're not a virgin, not like, for a very long time, you, you don't dating. know how... And you dating, you don't know yeah. how to navigate it. Like, I'm... Like, in my late 30s, I'm learning how to navigate just situations and yeah. relationships with yes, men. Yes, exactly. You exactly. Know, just give me one dude and let me know about my business. <laughs> you still gonna have to learn how to navigate that too. Because for real, for real, I'll be ready to uh, like, uh, bark no. him upside the head or something. I, look sound. I, so yeah. ridiculous. So ridiculous. He kept popping up after. I know, and he that. kept going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like a few times. And okay, listen, I only spoke to him that one time after he came back. Mm-hmm. After that, he was just like, I miss you. I want to hang out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where have you been for like eight months? Mm-hmm. Took oh, I was in jail. Bruh, Dang. I, I need you to get it together. That's crazy. Maybe that's what happened to this guy I was talking to. Girl, you'd be so no, shocked it how many be people went to I jail. Because I see him every week. Oh, bitch. So, but look, look. So, Mm-mm. we was talking, felt like we had a connection. Mm-hmm. All the, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. ghost. 
for like days at a time. Mm-hmm. And they will come back and be like, oh, how you doing? I miss you. And the way I'm set up, like, yo, if you, show, you. if you show me how you finna do, mm-hmm. I'm going to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have that same energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I wouldn't hear from her, I'd be all about my business. Right. And they'd be like, oh, well, you just haven't heard from me. You wasn't going to say nothing. Um, no, because yeah. I haven't liked the way. Right. But he would disappear for months and months at a time. So just recently, I hadn't heard from him in whew, maybe a month and a half to two months. And he hit me up like, oh, have you found somebody else? What difference would it make? Also, what kind of fucking audacity do you have to be asking me that kind of question? Like, you have that honor or privilege to. Excuse yeah. me? You, but you Excuse know me? that it's not you. Right. That's what you need right. to know. Right, right, right. <laughs> you Whoever have been around. Yeah. It's not you. Right. Right. I, I'd like, rather oh. be by myself. Girl. Girl. These, these two guys. Girl. The I thought it was just me that had an experience like that, no, though. No, girl. No, girl. I've had that twice with two other guys. Yo. You think I'm playing? I'm not. I think it's an awesome thing, I swear. It wasn't even in Austin. We were in New York, but mm-hmm. I mean, so just so we gonna run a we gonna run a poll on the Facebook and Instagram page. Like, how many of you women have dated a dude who ghosted you and you found out it was he because was- he went to jail? Yes, <laughs> like too many times. <laughs> Too many times. Yo. That why is... does this stuff happen to me? Like, I, just, I, I really, like, I feel like I live a boring So, life. okay, let's roll play. Let's roll no, play. He, he knocking on your door after seven months. What you been saying, Yeah, girl? what, what you, you been saying? Go ahead. All, I'm not answering my door. <laughs> we not giving yeah, that door. It's not spectacular. I'm not answering that's why you door. That's why you're never in these situations, I girl. Know. <laughs> you're always prepared. Oh, my God. Yo, I was so shocked. No words can even come out my mouth. Yeah, you didn't say anything. Not anything. I nodded my <laughs> head twice and shook my head. head no one time. And he, he walked off to the elevator with his pink slip and his shoelaces and Not the zip You bag. broke his heart. You broke- Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Girl, oh bye. Now, if he would have had some of the honey pot, I could see hearts breaking. But, okay. you know, he didn't but yeah, even... he didn't have that. That doesn't even Yeah, that's sense. what... Yeah, I'm like, how you just... What? That, it was just crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. That is a hot, hot Maybe mess. he was hungry. I'm I mean, pretty sure he was hungry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very good cook, so that's a strong possibility. I know. Are you going to cook something? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm okay. not feeding you tonight. Actually, you were supposed to feed me first. Excuse me? Yeah, that was the agreement that we had. <laughs> you were talking about how you I was gonna make and a Jerry, soup yep, and I was gonna bring mm, you and some. I didn't even get any. So uh, I'll make you some. You were talking about how Jared's a good cook too. He is a good cook. And I was cook. like, yo, I'm finna like eat, eat, you know? Oh, I like that. Okay, all right. So we'll have to, we'll definitely mm-hmm. have you back and do something in the kitchen. Yeah, that hey. part. That now that would be because a nice I know one. I know there's plenty of tricks you could teach me because I. Oh, you Colombian, like I know, but I'm still Yaba, Yaba, Yaba. Baby, the food don't even gotta taste good. You roll the R and do the soul. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) get out of here. 
out of here. Out of here. Like, yo, this food is nice. So, tell us what is your favorite. I know you listen to all kinds of music. What's your favorite genre of music? God, I, I, it truly depends on my mood because mm-hmm. I can't even mm-hmm. say I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am a rocker at heart, so I love my mm-hmm. classic rock. Nice, but I love like all my like Latin music background. Mm-hmm. I love the, I love pop. I love oldies. Mm-hmm. I love R and B. That's probably my favorite to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, God, I love everything. Theater, awesome. musicals, yeah. That is awesome. That's awesome. I'm so, so, so excited to have you here because you told Joy you don't like when people put you on the spot and ask you to sing, but you know you're going to be put on the spot before the end of the episode. You're going to have to let the people know I'm going to blow out your speakers. It's okay. Let me know what's already me, Yeah, you're going to have to let the people know, like, yo, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm going to do it. You're going to be ready to go. Now, now, we we going to talk about... These brows, though, because they always on point. Thanks, girl. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> so, what do you do? Tell me, like, how do you my brow regimen? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Um, I wash my face twice a day. That's very crucial. Of course, because, yeah. Um, and I use like a I use a like a medicated formula for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I grew up in dry heat yeah but like moving here oh my god my hair curled up again mm-hmm. my face is moisturized and so different nice. um but i when i go to bed at night i like wash my face thoroughly put some vitamin e um cream on my face and my neck mm-hmm. and then i put um tea tree oil like just on a q-tip and i'll like brush my eyebrows all the way through mm. nice. and it opens up like hair follicles so. shut the front door Really? Even I notice when I like if I've like been like slacking and missed a few days, mm-hmm. I'll like find a bald spot all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, and I like start doing the. I'm gonna try it. My husband fitting to complain though, because when I get piercings, I put tea tree oil on piercings, and he get in bed, he be like, why do you smell like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know tea tree got a distinct smell yeah, to it. it. He be like, why do you smell like that? I love it. <laughs> I do too. I love I it. I do. But um, I use yeah. it for my piercings and things mm, like that, especially mm, when the which kids. Which makes sense. It's yeah. a natural antibiotic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I like yeah. using it for that. But mm. I'm going to try some on the eyebrows, see if they grow. I'm going to be hey. like, you see them brows? Also, I sleep with a silk pillowcase. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> that makes a huge we difference. black. That's a given. <laughs> Like, for real, for real, even um, as far as our hair goes, mm-hmm. um, like, scarves in the oh, winter true. and stuff, yeah, you yeah. need to have, because the friction that it causes is just a hot mess. Just, I stay mm-hmm. picking lint Damn. out my hair. For real. Yeah, like, for real, I stay picking lint out my hair on a wow. regular basis. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Um, so, mm-hmm. let's talk about Austin. And their 
No, I really, because I really want to know. I want to talk about, because Austin does have a heavy Hispanic population, but I don't feel like I come across a lot of Colombians. Like, I don't feel like it's yeah. as diverse. And then, not just that, but I had to ask you today, I'm like, do you consider yourself an Afro-Latina? Because mm-hmm. you look black. <laughs> Period. Like, no, and, and like if, if you see my daddy, you're like, he, you're black. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. like, how do you feel? Do you feel like you fit here or that there's a place for you or, you know. Yikes. Um, <laughs> so we're going there. Yeah, we're going there today. <laughs> Mary, like, she asking too much. I for real. Naked here. No, um, yes and no. I mean, it's hard, I think, to find in general, like, just Latinas around in this area. Mm-hmm. And big girls in this area, you mm-hmm. know, and like that is I am both, big, yeah, you know, and it's it's different when you like meet with like another Latina who grew up the same, where like mm-hmm. their mom was like, no, yeah, they told me all the time I was fat, and mm-hmm. like now I've grown up to mm-hmm. be who I am and love who I am. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a big thing that is so necessary, mm-hmm. yeah. and like it's been hard when I first got here. I noticed a lot of like the racism and the differences in the theater com- mm-hmm. like companies here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I had to go for an audition. I know I'd fucking kill it, and I yeah. was great for the part, and they'd hire a white girl. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah. That was very new to me, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> every part that I've tried for, I've gotten. Yeah. You know, and, like, it was... Um, I can't say a humbling process mm-hmm. because it was very biased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you not know? humbling at all. No, and so I like had to now like I I make it aware that I'm like I know people are trying to shush me. Mm-hmm. The way I look, the way I sound. So I'm like I'm walking in, I'm stomping in, and mm-hmm. I'm going to. That's why I am in my life. Yeah. Yes, and I'm. You're going to hear me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like at this point, like when I get these gigs, I'm like, no, yeah, you're gonna hear me sing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. yeah, I definitely feel that place. Like, um, with my work experience in Austin, mm-hmm. I've had a hard time where I've been either looked over or good enough to help you build your business, but when I ask you for a certain amount of money, you can't give it to me. Yeah. Um, and that I've part. been there, like, I've made sacrifices for your business, like, yeah. for your retirement, for your company. Yeah. Um, and then I've also been in situations where I'm only good enough once you get all the information out of me. And mm. once I fixed your practice or mm-hmm. whatever you, you know, once I fixed your company, then it's like, you're not an asset to me anymore, you yeah. know? So I've been in a lot of those positions and it's because I didn't look the part or fit the part or whatever yeah. the case may be. And I think with starting with this new company, um, I came in and and I told you when I when I came into the company I was like I don't want management like yeah. I know I could do it but I don't want it I just want to clock in do my job clock out be under the radar that kind of thing mm-hmm. and after being there for like a week or two internally I was frustrated like internally I was like yo this is not me like I cannot like see things operate 
you know, wrong and then not, you know, want to fix it, like, and, you know, adjust it and make it yeah. better. Like, yeah. just, I, that's the way God created me. Um, and I remember having a conversation, like I got over to the other, you know, office and they put me in a different position. And I remember having a conversation with someone, um, in private and and she was another African American and she was like, stop second guessing yourself. Like, why are you second guessing yourself? She was like, you know, this stuff. She was like, you know, it better than people who have been in this position for years. Mm -hmm. She was like, why do you second guess yourself? And I almost cried. I was like, it's because I've spent the past three years in different jobs where they want me only for a certain amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, they don't want me anymore. After that, I'm useless or I'm only, yeah, or I'm only good enough to fix this but when it comes into this arena it's like oh no you don't touch that you can't you're not at that level you know what I'm saying but you'll take somebody else who you know doesn't look like me you know to do it um but after I had that conversation with her I made the decision that day I was like yo I'm finna own this shit like I'm going to make some fucking noise. Yeah. And it was a realization when I walked into the Christmas party. I was like, I really made some motherfucking noise. Like, <laughs> that like, dress. <laughs> I, was that I was shocked. That dress. I was shocked. I was like, yo. It's what I made me like, fall in love. <laughs> you so silly. I saw it. I was like, oh, God damn. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who brought the game in. <laughs> But I was shocked. I I mean, people knew me who Mm -hmm. I didn't even know. And I was like, yo, I really made some noise. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? From this day on out, I'm just going to continue to be who I am. And it's either people take it or they don't. Right. And the only thing it's done is it's made me a little wiser. Like, I'm not going to sit in front of a room of white people and be like, yo, here's how I do this because I'm still paying student loans on shit. Mm-hmm. So you're not finna get this information for free. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. that's right. it, you know. Right. I'm not giving you that information. Right. I'll sit here and I'll, you know, say yes and I'll chime in a little bit on your meeting, but I'm yeah. not giving you all my tools no. because I'm still paying student loans. Right. So it is what it is, you know, but I think that um once you get to that space Mm -hmm. where you're like regardless of what I'm going to own who I am and I'm going to be me it it's a freeing place to be in Mm. it's like it feels good yeah very liberating yeah I love that I know I've never run into anyone who looks like me Mm -hmm. sounds like me Mm -hmm. I am unique and Mm -hmm. that alone is like yeah you i'm it's armor yeah like you yeah. nothing you could say to me would break me mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. yeah you know agreed I mean? agreed agreed i love that and it can't be duplicated no like ever it can't <laughs> though we know people have tried but you know okay so unsuccessful <laughs> unsuccessful <laughs> So I've definitely experienced that. I started at a new office and mm-hmm. I am so frustrated mm-hmm. because I really, 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 really worked very hard yeah. to play the background mm-hmm. because other offices I've been in, I've gotten the same thing. Oh, we love your knowledge. Mm-hmm. Let's suck up everything else. But but wait a minute. You can't be too smart now. Right. Now, now you're trying to show us up. I'm just yeah. giving you the knowledge that I have. Yeah. Um, and I play no games. <laughs> oh, we have a problem? 
two week notice, I'm gone. For I real. don't because I'm at a place in my life where I, I mean when I say that I need peace. I mean what I say when I need my happiness. And yes. I'm sorry, I spend too much time at work. Mm-hmm. I better be happy there. Right. Period. Right. <laughs> so, I fully agree. Yeah. I fully get that. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. They tried having conversations like that with me mm-hmm. of leadership, and yeah. I'm like, listen, I know I am a leader naturally. Mm-hmm. I know that I have initiative and I will get shit done. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to go in, cl- do my job, clock mm-hmm. out, and live my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for so long, I was just working. Mm-hmm. That it physically made me sick. Yeah. 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 Like, physically yeah. made me sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't stop. I ha- yeah. I needed that reset. Yeah. Yeah. But you and I have had the conversation as well. Where um, there are different ways that you could do it. I think that when I went into the position, I set a precedence of my expectations. Yes. And I was like, yo, I'm not fitting to be here after this time. <laughs> I'm not going to do this because, you know, the reality of it is I've spent years on jobs giving time and time and time and time and time and I've missed out on my children mm-hmm. and I don't want to continue to do that to them so I set the standard I'm like yo if y'all not finished by this time I'm I'm gone y'all got the key y'all can lock up you yeah. know and it's you know everybody's job is done yeah it's just making sure that um I don't one burn myself out but also setting that standard of this is what it is Um, The other aspect of it is while a lot of people come with very strong leadership skills, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean essentially everyone's called to lead. Right. You can have strong leadership skills and have to and just be great at what you do. Mm -hmm. But you it may not be the timing to lead the right timing to lead. It might not be the right place to lead. Um, Or it might be that you just suck as a leader and that you have strong verbal skills. You have strong work ethic. You have like the pieces of a leader, but as a whole, you you are not a leader. And I think that people mistake that Mm -hmm. and they mix it up. And then the other part of it is one being the difference between being a leader and being a boss. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm leading you, I'm going to teach you tools to be your best self. Yes, exactly. You know, so that way when I'm giving you the tools to be your best self, I'm not worried about you taking my position. Absolutely. You know, if you take yes. my position, so be it. That means the door is closed for me and it's time for me to move on and grow. Right. Yeah. You know, that's right. the reality of it. So making right. sure that the people that you are working with, that you're giving them the tools to continue to grow and to continue to be their best self and that you continue to grow right. and you continue to be your best self. And, you know, not being the boss and coming in and saying, this is wrong. This is how it should be done. Never mind. I'll do it. I'll take it over. Mm -hmm. Because then nobody grows. You don't grow. You stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. And then the people with you stay stagnant just as well. And And I think there's a lot of resentment. And then there's a lot of resentment. There's toxicity. The atmosphere is horrible. Yes. You know, and then you end up with a bunch of people who are just running in circles and nobody's ever really getting anything done. Um, so I think that even with me on the on the workplace when I'm leading and even in my home life, like even leading my children, I give them voices, you know, to speak. I'm like, you know, if you feel a certain way, have a conversation with me. Right. I don't know everything. I may not have gotten it right. There's times when I'm in my bed at night and I'm like, shit. 
I fucked that up. Like, I could have did that better. Yeah. Or I could have did it differently. Absolutely. You know, and being able to go back and having the conversation. Like, it was just yesterday um, I did something and I had to go back to the kids. And I was like, what I said earlier wasn't correct. I need to fix that. Let me change. This is why I'm fixing it. Yeah. And I had a conversation with them. And when you, you know, parent children in that way and you're able to tell them like, hey, I made a mistake. Let's fix this. Let's go back. It works better because they become adults who then know how to own their shit and then apologize yeah. if yeah. they did something wrong. Definitely. Proper communication. <laughs> yeah. Proper yes. communication. Yeah, but I think we have just we as a whole, as a society, we have as a people have a hard time with owning our stuff. Like people have a hard time with saying, I messed up, I was mm-hmm. wrong, I take fall, it won't happen again. Yeah. Simple. You know? Simple. Done. I'll do that quick. Can we move on? Can we, yes. <laughs> Literally. I'll be like, no my bad. No one will hold Let's any go. grudges. There will be no need for closure. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But people have an inability to do that. Mm-hmm. So speaking of which, talking about jobs, mm-hmm. well, how do you guys feel about the two-week notice? What's that? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. The way I feel about a two-week notice, I have never... Okay, no, that's a lie. I have left one job without giving any notice at all. Mm-hmm. And it was literally from one day to the next, and I was beat down mentally, emotionally. So I was mm-hmm. straight up had to be like, I wash my hands of this and mm-hmm. I need to go. Um, but most jobs I've given a two-weeks two notice... Mm-hmm. My last, or the first job that I got here, I gave them a month notice. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm That's leaving. That's what I did. Uh, yeah, like, here. I'm giving you a month to find someone to replace mm-hmm. me. They never did. Because mm-hmm. they were a hot damn mess anyway. So, <clears throat> go ahead, Jay. Because I got a lot to unpack with a two-week notice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Not so much, because I'm straight to the point. Like, listen, um, the only reason why I provide a two-week notice is I do that to give myself a little bit of a break and then to yeah. see, and then for the new employer, I don't really care about the old one. Yeah. Um. So, once I've made up my mind again, <laughs> if I see how you're treating me and I right. gotta go. Gotta go. See you later, bye. Right. Um. But no, I do the two-week notice just... For the new employer, really, mm. to say, hey, listen, I'm not a complete savage, even though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you could just yeah. bounce. So we do have Stephanie tuning in with us hey, as well. Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for tuning Hello. in. Please like, love, share, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, yeah. She never says that the right way. It's I know. like, share, and subscribe. I know. I never get it right. <laughs> Pray for me. I'm working for Oh, hi, Stephanie. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in, Stephanie. So here's how I feel about the two week notice. A two-week notice does not have to be given. Even when you talk about legally, mm-hmm. a two-week notice doesn't have to be given. Right. Now, if I give someone a two-week notice, I'm giving you a two-week notice because I feel like during my time of employment there, you've treated me right and you've operated with integrity to the point where I have enough respect for you to give a two-week notice. Agreed. 
if you have done me dirty and you have not operated with integrity. I will leave right in the middle of the day. Baby, listen, I put a job on my lunch break one time. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I can't. Like on my I lunch break one time. Listen, I was in, um, first of all, it was like, it was a crazy situation. I was um, in South Carolina and I was in South Carolina. It depends on where you are, but there are places where it's not for us. And I would come across people Just all the time. Like no. in, in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. right. So I worked in a place where people would come in mm-hmm. and, and mind you, I was the, I was the doctor's only person. They would come in and say that they did not want to be seen because I was an African American. Mm-hmm. And he would tell me to go clean or sterilize instruments or do whatever. And he would work with the patient himself. So, you know, so I continue because I was new there and it was, um, it was, I was trying to get myself acclimated and that kind of stuff. But by no means, like I didn't even have to work. I was really working to be out there, meet people. Like yeah. kind of, you know, at that point I didn't have to work. Like mm-hmm. I could have just sat at home. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember, um, and he did all kinds of foul unethical stuff. Like he would, I'm talking about like he would reuse certain things when he was dealing with patients and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And he would get upset with me. He would be like, um, why are those in the trash? You're not supposed to throw that in the trash. And I'm like, that's a dollar. <laughs> like, yeah. why are you reusing this? Like yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, why are you reusing this? Like, that's disgusting. That's and you know, Yeah, and you know, it was serious to the point where yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't even get work done by you because you just a hot You're mess. You're just nasty. Yeah, yeah. you that's know. Nasty. So, mm-hmm. um, he was, and he was a stickler. Like, I would, like, he was older, so he was at the point where he would like he was like, "This is your job, and your only job requirement is this." When I'm like I said, y'all, I'm still paying student loans, right? So I went to school yeah. and I learned a multi facet yeah. of things, you know. And he was like, "No, this is all I want you to do." So I had come in one morning and I was inside and the, and the other thing too is they would all have lunch together and mm-hmm. I would be alone. Like they mm-hmm. would, yeah. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, it, which was fine for me. I would just go in the car. Yeah, and, yeah, I had just had Liam. So I would go in the car and like pump my breast milk anyway. I was fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the car. In the car. I'd just be pumping in the car. That part. But, um... He, so that morning I had come in and I was getting some stuff ready and I wasn't clear on like the instruments that he was using. So I was like, Hey, for this setup, do you want this or do you want this? Mm -hmm. And the way he responded was so condescending. And I was like, so what we not finna do because we not in (laughs) slavery days is we not finna do this. I went, I got my purse. (laughs) I got in my car. I went home and I took a nap. <laughs> and I was not like, I took a nap. Bye. I was like, yo, I'm not gonna do this with you. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna do this. Then there are a, so there are other times when I have put in a notice and the employer got upset and was like, You Bye. not finna fucking work these two weeks, ho. <laughs> like, Bye. And I was, that's okay. So you still 
still yeah. love Peggy. My BTO. Yes. Yeah. Also, you just fucked yourself. Now yeah. you're short staffed. <laughs> Bye. So I was like, so I've been in those situations yeah. too. No, that. I think that's different circumstance yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. For sure. But I also feel like, you know, if the employer, because if you fire me, you're not, you're not finna tell me, hey, I'm gonna fire you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna tell me I gotta go today. Then you gonna walk me to my locker or to my desk and make sure that I don't take none of the company property before I go. And if you even like, walk if me you there, even because you might just pack up my stuff and have the box and waiting for me. And have the box waiting for me. That part. So I feel like if I'm giving a, in this day and age, in this day and age, if I'm giving a two weeks notice, it's because I'm growing and I'm going to another company and you guys have been absolutely amazing and I want to extend myself. And in that situation, I would give more than a two week notice. I want you to be set up for success. Um, If, you know, I just need to move on to a different opportunity or whatever, I'll do that and I'll give a two-week notice. But, baby, if you was with the shit, you're not finna get shit. Yeah, no. (laughs) I fully get that. (laughs) I've never been in those kind of circumstances. I've been in some shit. I mean, honestly, the job that I gave a month notice didn't even deserve that. Mm -hmm. But that was, like, so I wouldn't fuck my staff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's always... And in those situations, most definitely. Yeah, there's always something behind it. Because, like, that job, when I first started as a manager there, I had shit staff. Mm -hmm. No one wanted to fucking Mm -hmm. work. And so I fired each and every one of them mm-hmm. one by one and then rehired a bunch of new mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's and right. Okay, because I am not. I was like, um, and the reason I was like, wait, you want to fire them? I was like, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not doing A, B, and C. Yeah. Why do you think that we, like, why is this not working? Yeah, and Come continue on. to pay them. Yes. How does that make any sense? Yeah. How does it make sense to pay anybody who doesn't do their damn job? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't yeah. get that at all. So I'm yeah. like, no, no. If you're not yeah. here to do it, then get out. Listen, but there is a mm-hmm. shortage of employees due to COVID, and some employees are paying a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. And baby, I done sat plenty of nights like, yo, go get your money. I'm finna get these coins. Seriously. I'm like, <laughs> can I do this at home? <laughs> Can I work from home? Can I work from home? Uh, That part. Even though when I worked from home, it was a hot mess. Yeah, it was a hot mess. I mean, I loved working from home, Mm -hmm. but definitely there are certain rules that you follow when working from home. Like, definitely don't work from your bedroom. Oh, no. Don't work. Yeah, Yeah. because I would be in the bed. Not anymore. Girl. Girl, when I be calling these insurances... And those people, they sound the house, like they sleep. They be sound like they sleep. Yeah, they like sound they like they smoking, sleep. Like they smoking, like they eating, like the cat is right there, yeah. the dog is right there, the yeah. baby right there, coloring yeah. in their ear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they and when, even when COVID first happened, they used to be like, "Hey, we know the kids are home. You know, try not to have any noise in the background. You finna hear all these kids. I'm sorry, you don't pay me enough to live where I can keep my kids quiet on the day. Oh, really? Like exactly. it don't happen like that. You mm-hmm. finna hear every last one of them. You oh, might hear mommy twenty times in one phone call. You gonna be okay? <laughs> they real. they know COVID out here. Yeah. They know my kids home. I'm sorry. I you answer the phone. Home? That part, that part, yeah, no, most definitely, I get that, I get that. So again, um, so before we go to a quick break, um, we do have some cups. <laughs> Listen, look at my cup. Listen, I got a cup. Listen, and a metal straw. Listen, Listen. so. 
<laughs> y'all That's sturdy. Look at that. Yeah, sturdy. <laughs> y'all too. Listen. Y'all too much. <laughs> listen. Okay. Look at hers. Has her name and on it. I, Listen, I'm for my cups. I love that. I'm for my cups, too. I have, like, a whole set of Selena cups that are, like, this size. Oh, my goodness. So, if you would like a Besties to Sisters mug, be sure to go to asababyboutique.us slash collections. I'm about to get all up close and personal with that. Get up in it. A-S-A babyboutique.us to get your besties to mug. There is a 15% off if you order your mug tonight. So 15% off using the code hashtag besties. Cute. (laughs) And we are going to take a quick break and be right back with some more of Maribel. And now it's time for our gym drop. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I I've gotten this piece of advice from my dad, who is very wise preacher man. Mm. Um, but he always told me that every day should be a a brand new day. I know that sounds so simple, but mm-hmm. like clean slate. Tomorrow or yesterday didn't happen, or it's already forgotten. Mm-hmm. Today's a new day. You can choose to have a better, op- you know, opportunity, better attitude, and it could just be better. Manifest better things. I love that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. I yeah. think that's good. Yeah, I mean, I I try to live by it. Like, there's. Sometimes I love to hold <laughs> anger or like sometimes something's frustrating me so much that it can just sit there and linger and I'm not talking Definitely. about it. And sometimes I just have to let it out or speak to a friend about mm-hmm. it. Complete innocent bystander. Mm-hmm. Let it go. And tomorrow is new day. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, why hold on to this grudge or why hold on to this frustration mm-hmm. when it's just going to like sit and fester and just become something so ugly and more big. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I totally agree with that. I totally yeah. agree with that. So that's amazing. Thank you for our gem drop. Ooh. And for joining us. Like for oh real, for real. So I much. need you. I like I need you to get this book because I want you back. Yes. Like send on... me a link. Yeah. Okay. Send me the title. So we'll do that. Mary Beth will be back with us, y'all. Yes. <laughs> and she is our first guest that is mm. here live with us. That is here live, yes. So for fun. those of you that are tuning in, we can be found on Spotify, Google Play. Um, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're also if you um it definitely if you guys want to get merch, feel free to reach out to us for merch. Um, you can follow. I did post the link under the live um video if you guys wanted to order a cup. Um, for tonight there's a fifteen percent off code besties hashtag besties. Um, other than that, if you just want to support us, these two with their cups. <laughs> Other than that, if you just want to support us, we are on I Venmo know. under Besties Two Sisters. Um, number two. <laughs> yes, yes, the number two. The number two. Yeah. And then always, always, always thank you, thank you, thank you. My motto is always if you have a friend that's super close, she's no longer your friend, she's your sister. Aww. <laughs> I love it. 
Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye.